Welcome to Peculiar Objects, the only podcast that is an actual robot in disguise. I am your GoBot commander, Anthony Moore. With me are two people that also transform into things. I am your uh, pacifist vending machine in these beast wars, Casey Hills. Uh, I play Kit Russell, Jr. Lawman, and also his dog, Cat. Uh, and I am your beautiful butterfly from his fresh cocoon, one Nigel Collins, that plays a little character named Eddie Oddwards, aka Oddie. Was there a was there a butterfly transformer? Is that a reference I'm missing? No, not at all. They just transform from. Yeah. Oh, you know what they do? They are the world's well transformers. transformers. There you go, buddy. They are <laughs> the transformers made of goop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow would be very proud of them. So, uh, as you guys know, uh, well, I hope you guys know, if you guys have not watched this show before, uh, please go back and listen to episodes, because why are you starting an episode nine of a podcast? Mm-hmm. Uh, so use this time now. Uh, okay, no, you, okay, yeah, episode nine, chapter seven. seven. Absolutely. Do we want to start adding, like, subsections? Like, arc two? Well, it's chapter, it's chapter seven of the story. The Part first two C. episodes are, unless you want to relabel episode one and two, episode zero, and episode zero, part two. <laughs> I'm not one That's to what label I've actually, anybody. I, I've done that much. on the uh, on the TV trips page. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, go back, chapters. listen to the other episodes of this podcast now. Catch up. We'll give you time. Mm-hmm. We'll muster it around over here. And I just, I don't know why he never hugged me. Oh, fuck, they're back. Yes, <laughs> You're going to relish in it. Sorry. Ah! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't inform Nigel about the bit. Anyways, uh, this is Peculiar Objects. It's a kids on bikes podcast. Our goal is to recreate, uh, all of your favorite 80s childhood movies. Movies such as Goonies. Movies such as Monster Squad. Movies such as, insert name of third movie here, Casey, so we can argue about it. Ooh, I was gonna Xanadu. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. First off, Xanadu's a seventies film, I'm pretty sure. Shit. Midnight Express. Lost. Midnight Express Jeez, is an eighties film. I was Both gonna say explorers, but you know. Turkish prisons are fun too. Alright, how about uh romancing the stone? How's that? I don't think that's a kids on bike. That's no, that's a that's a just because Danny DeVito that's an Indiana Jones esque film, right? If if you think about the fact that the river is not unlike a bicycle, mm. and that it has El Wapo from Three Amigos in it, <laughs> then I think that will address all of your concerns. So. Well, deep down, I'm El Wapo, and you're El Wapo. Aren't we all just El Wapo? What can we say about such men? <laughs> okay. So, uh Casey and Nigel are playing two characters, uh, and they're kids that go on bikes. Each. They go See. through adventures. They are uncovering... Un- uncovering plots they are unraveling mm-hmm. uh things that are happening Sweaters. in this town uh and i as the game master am providing the framework for them to explore uh they're really That's the ones true. who are in charge of creating the story i just guide them and put them in the places they need to be i just found that out the pressure is tremendous uh last week as a, a recap adi went through the woods and he got pretty yep. damn far into them. Yeah, they're uh, back. He did. I was impressed. Almost the point of no return. But uh, as the smart and brave child he is, realizes that bravery does not necessarily mean being reckless in the face of danger, but also knowing when to step back and stop and reassess things before driving in further uh, than that. Correct. Uh, so Adi and Kit leave their respective places and and Library for as Kit. if through fate end up together at the same location at the exact same time uh, for different Correct. reasons. And now, Chapter 7, The Benevolent Order of the Beaver. The Benevolent Order of the Beaver is a proud fraternal organization tracing, tracing its roots to the founding of Spencer's Folly when several men banded together to prevent the destruction of the town by prehistoric beavers deep within the woods of Spencer's Folly. Their goal was to build a dam large enough to keep the invading enemies out. Sadly, the whereabouts of this dam have been lost to the winds of time. As the order grew bigger, and as new generations entered, the Bobs constructed a meeting hall and named it Dam Zero, 
a symbolic renewal of the original dam erected by their forefathers. Though the meeting halls have changed locations over the years, each building is named the same, for the Bobs believe that as long as the dam is there, the town shall be protected. Their motto, Omnis Sumptus Ad Presidium, protection at all cost. So both of you, after finishing your uh, respective adventures, uh, meet in front of the Bob Dam Zero. Uh, but, and Correct. it is uh, Fried Chicken Friday. I think that's what yeah, we Yeah, I was going to say. Fried Friday. I believe we hit... Yeah, we were very excited about the fried chicken. Can I just say, I had some KFC the other day. Those potato wedges blew my damn mind. No joke. I hate potato wedges. <gasps> okay. <laughs> they're just they're just french fries that are too thick and taste like dirt. Whoa. Oh, my, friend. my friend. Why do you hate... And you call my palate simple. Why do you hate good things? Anyways. Yeah, you're the one who likes potato wedges. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Snappy, come back. Deputy. Yes, sir. Oh, hi, actually. Where have you been? I, well, um, I've, I've been strolling. I went into the woods. I'm sorry. It's, it's all right. You took your, you took your initiative. You're, you're an individual agent. Oh, you got your own agency there. Sure. What did you discover? Anything interesting? I found, I found footprints and I followed them and they, I'm pretty sure they're Carly's and like there was a fiber piece of like, Something that would look like a shirt that I swear that she normally wears on, like, Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. And then, like, yeah, I went pretty far. It was pretty, like, unnerving is the best way to put it. So, like, I... I, Audie, where did you stop? Where did you stop? What do you mean when I... I Did you... How deep did you go? Like, ten minutes in or something? I don't know. I lost track of time. It was, like... It was really quiet, though. And, like... Did your ears pop? No, well, I don't know, actually. So, like, I got, I was feeling really good going in there, which is really weird because, like, I was following your advice about get the information and don't go too deep and dig it over your head. And then, like, I I came to a point that I I couldn't get past another step. It, like, like, it's like a wall was there, but, like, I could see further and so I... Okay. I had a walking stick and I just stuck it there and I asked them to please bring Carly back, so. Oh, deputy. Good man. Okay, I'm very glad you stopped where you did. Uh, it sounds like you came to the edge of the plutonic timber, the deep woods. Plutonic? And I'm very glad that you did not cross that border because. Timber. Even if you came back out, things have been known to come back out with people who head in there. It is. Uh, not safe, and I'm very glad that you were not able to progress far. I'm very, I'm very impressed by your initiative, by the way. Casey, I need you to elaborate that for me. I was gonna say, because like, are you talking about actual people that like follow, or like, is it like a shadow, or is it, do I got a ghost on my shoulder or something? What's happening? You might have a ghost on your shoulder. Audie, I think it is best always to proceed as if you do have a ghost on your shoulder. Yes, Thony, I heard you. (laughs) The plutonic timber. No, that's not what I mean. That's not uh, what I mean. Casey, you just said, like, and I'm not, I'm not, and we can cut this part right now. I'm not saying that oh, yeah, you said good. something that was confusing or weird to me. It is terrifying. You, you brought a relevant piece of information out and just completely brushed over it. People have come out of the woods with things. What people have come out of the woods and where were those things and what were those things? Because if this is something that you know, right. if this is knowledge that kid has, I I want to know about it because I'm going to work with it in my store. Yeah. Oh, I was going to elaborate. Don't you worry, Val. Yes. Yeah. So is Adi, because I don't need any ghosts on my shoulders. I've already got enough on my plate right now. Now, Adi, okay. So, see, in the uh, in the archival research I've been doing, by which he means, like, mm-hmm. 40 years worth of back issues of the, uh, shit, what do we call the newspaper? The, uh, the, the Folian Times. The Folian Times. Yeah. So, Kit, Kit has been reading... Like 40 years of conspiracy theories mm. about how the, how the deep woods, an area of the deep woods that is referred to as the plutonic timber is like a separate, it's like the Mariana's trench. Mm. Like it's, uh, instruments don't work right there. The air pressure is different there. There are people who have suggested that it is a different place, that it's not 
it's not the center of the forest. It's something else entirely. And people have reported coming out of it uh, in daylight and feeling presences following them. Uh, footsteps, uh, movement of objects, uh, voices sometimes. Uh, people close to them have reported strange behavior and strange activity around them. Interesting. Uh, so it's, it's some spooky shit. And Kit just wanted to make sure that Adi didn't have a passenger. Okay. I just didn't want you to, like, bring out this brush relevant past. information and brush past it. Um, oh, I wasn't gonna. Don't you worry. No, I I I've got know, ideas. Which okay. is why I, I was trying to ask you to. No, totally fair, dude. You're to fine. Be snarky or mm -hmm. mean. Okay. Uh, no, no. No, I know when you're being mean to me. That's when I cry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, do I make you cry sometimes? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not that mean, right? I've never done anything. No, 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 no. No, you're not telling me I don't know how basic gambling works. <laughs> well, we can have this conversation. <laughs> no! I'm joking. No! I'm 100% joking. I promise. Fuck! I promise. I'm 100% joking. Guys, welcome to the final episode of, of Peculiar Objects. Not because I'm going to fire any of them, but this is going to be the moment where Casey and I actually end our friendship. <laughs> Oh jeez! No, things are getting pretty dicey Never. in here. It <laughs> it would withstand a million arguments about giant spider accountants. It's okay. such good podcasting. I don't uh, want this to tear us apart. So, uh, Kit, you relay that information. You said it in your not Kit voice, so I assume this was Casey right. who was saying it to us. Kit, you relay that in to to um, Audi in any way you well, Audi. My research has revealed that the deep woods mm -hmm. are an area uh, fraught with peril, and I am not necessarily opposed to our making an expedition into it in search of weak Harley Figueroa. Wow. Uh, I would just hesitate to do so without making the proper preparations, uh, for which I would need to do a bit more research. I am just glad that you are, uh, you appear to be whole and hale, hearty and healthy, and, uh, I just so you haven't experienced like you haven't heard any footsteps. Uh, uh you haven't look, uh, like like nothing weird's been happening around you. Like I, nothing's been knocking over. Hey, or... hey, hey, a lot of things have been happening that's weird, man. We watched a turquoise explosion and like well, yeah, you're not wrong. Coasting, I mean, like, like you gotta be a little more specific. But that's true. I gotta narrow the field a little bit. I mean, like with you personally, like you haven't been standing near some stuff and it's fallen over. You haven't heard like little little whispers or anything. Honestly, did you keep? Did you keep the 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 stick that you poked in, or did you? No, I, that in the I kept it in the ground where it was. Okay. Uh, Honestly, I'll tell you this: it felt like I was walking through a book. There wasn't any noises. It was very quiet. There wasn't mm. bugs. There wasn't birds. Nothing. The trees looked older and older and older. It was like some fairy tale stuff. It like it was something. Oh 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 gosh! Oh no! Oh no! What? I, what happened? I I took a piece of one of the trees. Where I, is it? It's in my pocket. I I, I was okay. I was gonna use it to have them like I don't know cross references something, but like if I took something and now it's haunting me, I'm screwed. But Adi, you didn't take it from beyond the barrier, right? I, it was before you reached the threshold. I couldn't even get past the barrier. I I, I got okay. I it was just I don't know. I you All got right. me freaked out about no, ghosts. No, that's totally fair. If I I think you should be okay. Uh, it shouldn't cause you any trouble. I wouldn't leave it in direct moonlight uh, if you can help it, and I would try to avoid rhyming near it. But it should be okay. That's my favorite pastime, though. Kit, you, you know from your research that, um, the woods surrounding the threshold, uh, as I'd like to call it, um, sure. have been touched by whatever is lurking within it, but are not a part of it. So the, the tree, the timber, the wood that Audie has is going to be weird. Um, uh, I think it's perfectly reasonable to be a little superstitious about it like you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but there is zero danger that's going to be attached to whatever cool. Audi has. Well, superstitious is right here on my character sheet, so that's yeah. fine. All right, Deputy. Well, that was uh, a whirlwind of a few minutes. I'm very glad you're okay. I respect your instinct to take samples. And I think once we get... Uh, some victuals within us. Mm -hmm. uh, we could do a piece of studying on yonder sliver of wood and uh, figure out our our best plan of action. I've got some stuff to tell you. Also, why are you here? 
Uh, well, it's, my dad might be here. I think I saw, I saw his truck outside. So you ob- I, his truck is parked right in front. His, yeah. Your dad's truck is definitely in front of the, of the building right now. I mean, there's a lot of trucks out front. Like, they all kind of look similar, but like... A right, truck's a truck, yeah. yeah absolutely. Well, and a semi is a semi. Uh, he's so. the ever-eternal optimist. <laughs> Any one of these trucks could be my dad's. Yeah. Casey, <laughs> um, through your studies, um, you... Uh, you think you have a contact inside the city that may mm-hmm. be able to give you some further information onto what this tree is and especially what, why that piece of bark, um, looks different. Uh, right. Is this person a Bob? Do I expect them to be here at the lodge? No. Uh, he works at a video no. store. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, so that's just something I want you to be aware of and remember. Cool. I'll uh, file that away. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, Deputy, what do you say we get some chicken inside us? Oh, yeah. See if we can't uh, meet your old man. And there are actually a couple people here I need to see if I can find and speak to as well. But first things first, ain't no law getting done on an empty stomach. You're darn tootin'. Uh, so you guys enter the uh, Dam Zero. Um Casey, have you ever been to the Moose Lodge in the Antelope Valley? Have you ever been to <laughs> a not. lodge, like a Masonic Lodge, a Moose Lodge, something like that? No, uh, I wish I had. It is the diviest of dive places you will ever see in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the smell is is that mixture of old beer and dust. Yep. Um, like you, anybody's been to one of those kind of shitty-ass bar and girls have smelt that kind of place. What kind of carpet is in there? There is sawdust on the ground. Mm-hmm. It like it looks like the carpet's been like rubbed bare. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like there used to be carpet there. There's just concrete on the ground now. Instead of installing new carpet, it they've just replaced it with sawdust. Have you ever been Gross. to the Britisher? <laughs> Have you ever been to the Britisher, Nigel? Yes, <laughs> I'm basing a lot of what I'm what yeah. I'm. Uh, I've been to all the sad bars out describing. here. All of the bars are sad bars. I... I used to frequent the IHOP uh, that's right by the Britisher, oh, and buddy. I got a bad vibe from that joint. Re- responsibly so, actually. Yeah. Like, there uh, is a is, lot of is, characters. Uh, that place hosts uh, Mr. Marlon Dale Barnes Jr. Uh, every does. few weeks or so. Uh, God love him. music's there. Some amazing musics. Okay, so... Songs about um, babies with mustaches. So, even though the smell is kind of overpowering, even though you get this kind of, there's like a, a smoking section in the back, even mm-hmm. though you like, like get this kind of overwhelming divey kind of feel to it, uh, the smell is immediately overcome by the smell of really, really, really good smelling fried food, fried chicken, french fries, <sighs> some, maybe some fried fish and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there, this place isn't necessarily a family establishment, but, uh, this is kind of the place that families take their kids Friday nights. Food is good. The food right. is cheap. And, mm-hmm. uh, and pretty much every dad in town is a part of this organization. So, mm-hmm. um, everybody kind of goes there. Uh, Adi, uh, yes. as you're surveying around, you see a kind of loud, a boisterous man, uh, with a kind of, uh, what, what the guy name? What the fuck is that guy's name? What's he been on? The Big Lebowski. Jeff Bridges? Jeff Bridges or Sam Elliott? No, the other guy, Sam Elliott. Thank you, mm-hmm. Sam Elliott mustache. Uh, like a Nigel mustache. <laughs> Thank you. Wearing yeah, yeah, just a little longer. Uh, wearing uh, an Evil Knievel T-shirt. Golly! <clears throat> Sorry, I mean Dad, <clears throat> Dad, Dad. <laughs> he turns around his. <laughs> Is that Audie? Yeah. Oh, come over here, boy. I haven't seen you in forever. Oh, oh I, I, I run over and I hug his leg. Uh, <laughs> oh, he, no, you're so tiny. <laughs> uh, he picks you up and kind of puts you on his lap and, and I and giggle joyfully. Like, kind of like tosses your hair. <laughs> Dad, I saw boobs. It's hard to do through a helmet, right? but he pulls it off. <laughs> Just the little tuffles of hair off the side. Yeah. Dad. I snuck into a movie this week. What'd you see? Something amazing. What was it? I don't want to say, but it was cool. No, tell me, tell me. I saw Porky's. 
Oh my God. You hear that? My boy, <laughs> the manly man that he is saw Porky's everyone. <laughs> That's the kind of kid I'm raising. That movie's crazy. Oh yeah. It's, it's a great movie. I saw that on my road, on the road. Like we took a pit stop. Uh, a plus movie. Definitely you'll see it again. Maybe I'll take you next time. Oh, I would really love that. Hey, Dad, you bring me anything? Yeah, and uh, he pulls out uh, an authentic Evil Knievel action figure uh, that he <gasps> got from a truck stop somewhere in, uh, I don't know. No uh, way! I, I take uh, 30 seconds to react like the Nintendo 64 kid. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop for a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back up for a second. This is an authentic imitation. Is this, oh, sorry. Thank, <laughs> yeah. thank you. An authentic imitation. Holy but shit. he says it in such, he say, says it in such like, uh, uh, like I got you this authentic mm. imitation. <laughs> uh, evil Knievel action figure from a truck stop oh, in God. Butte, Montana. I'm so glad that you clarified that because for a second, I thought you're going to be like, uh, and then Audie snapped out of his daydream and like, it's just random men. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that would have been brutal. <laughs> um, See, here's the thing. Audie just runs up to every man he sees and hugs him just on the off chance it's his dad. Are you my father? <laughs> uh... <coughs> so yeah, you have you have your little N sixty four kid moment mm-hmm. for a second, right? And then he's like, you know, you know, my kid, one of the smartest kids I've ever met. He proved that volcanoes are man made. And let it's- me tell you, this kid knows when I'm in town. I've I've come here every Friday. Uh, that I've been in town within minutes of me plopping down and sitting on this stool. He comes running. In. And all the people are nodding and listening, uh, because this is a normal occurrence for him. Uh, Can't seem to get away from him, yeah. <laughs> no matter what to do. It's an outward condition. So what you been up to, boy? Well, oh, Dad, oh, thank gosh you guys are here. Weird stuff is happening in town. Like, it's crazy. Like, you wouldn't believe, like, how's Kit responding, by the way? does? Are we wanting to, like, tell people? Kit, Kit, well, uh, Kit... Kit is uh standing there waiting to be introduced, not like impatiently or anything, just mm-hmm. like he's not going to intrude on a father-son moment. Yeah. Um but I mean if if Adi is excitable and trusts his father and is going to immediately launch into the weird shit, he's not going to say, "No, no, young man, do not tell your father these sure. things." Like okay. not, that's that's not how Kit's going to work. Right. No, no, that's cool. Okay. So things have been going crazy and me and Kit have been like going around and like taking down notes, and, like, people are missing, and, like, it's gone, like, berserk, and, like, you guys are the original protectors of this, so... Audie, yeah? you see your father's mood drop. Like, he was very, very boisterous, mm-hmm. he was very, very energetic, like, like, you know your parents well enough to know, like, that your, your dad isn't as happy as he was Five Uh-oh. seconds ago. Mm. He, but he, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't stop talking. And you're kind of just in, in the process, like in the, you're not going to stop. So keep on going. And so like one of my classmates has gone missing and we're trying to find her. And like, I was walking around the woods like earlier and I found footprints in a fabric that looks like hers. And like the woods are way creepier. I got this piece of wood from one of these really old trees from out there. And like, it isn't anything like I've ever seen in my life. And so I wanted are to you like, gonna mention, are you going to mention what happened? Uh, the night before. Sure. And like, I was doing this because like a bunch of teenagers like got all dressed up in hoods and stuff, which sounds really creepy to begin with, but like there isn't really any like racist tones underneath it. From what you. I- Boy, shut up right now. Oh, oh okay. Where did you find out about this? Oh, which part, Dad? How did you find out about what happened last night? Uh, we, the movie got out kind of late, and he just kind of saw stuff. Um, why don't you go peruse the chicken buffet while I speak to your friend over here? Okay. Do you want me to grab you anything, Chad? Yeah, give me a wing and a leg. 
Okay, Dad. I trot over to the buffet. He kind of beckons you over. He kind of nods to you. Uh, tells you to sit. I I take just a moment to let him know that I am not just obeying because the instant he told A, a small child, and B, my deputy, to shut up to his face, uh, Kit switched into a completely different mode. So uh, I walk over and like it, it, if Adi were here, he would feel that Kit is in like a, like his stance is different, like his energy is different. Uh, this is a, a, a different version. How does my boy know about what happened last night? Your boy knows about what happened last night because your boy is a damn fine investigator and he is invested in the fate of this town and the good people who live and abide here. He is way too young to know about any of this sort of thing yet. He should not have found out about this until he was 14. Yeah, well, apparently his classmate wasn't too young to be affected and stolen by it. You're an outsider. How do you know about what happened last night? Because I keep my eyes open. And because all places are one place. And because there are always things waiting just outside the light. For young men like him. For young girls like his schoolmate. For no one to be watching them for just a moment. And if what we saw last night has something to do with her, and it needs to be stopped to prevent it from happening again, your son has dedicated himself to that. And I'm right there with him. Do you know where you're standing right now, boy? On my own two feet. Where you are standing in, you smartass. Hmm. Standing here in Spencer's Folly, Alaska Nadia, sir, right here in Damn Zero. Damn Zero. Damn straight. Do you want to know why this place is called the Damn? Want to know why we call ourselves the Beavers? Mm. The cooler names were taken. <laughs> you really want to say that? No. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Dad, they only have thighs left! Fuck it, just give me a couple thighs then! Okay! Actually, sir, yes, I am well versed in the history of Castor Castor Giganticus, and how they were rumored to live here in times past. Oh, that fucking prehistoric beaver nonsense, that's the stuff we say so the families can, can, can feel good about what's happening here. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me... That the beasts of the past were not merely large water rats, but something darker, something capable of reaching into listen, the town. Listen. And taking small children from their beds. And you think it's best to just keep it quiet. I don't, I'm not trying to keep it quiet. I'm saying that there are forces beyond the control that a 10 year old boy should not be privy to yet. He will have his time, just like I had my time. His time is not yet now. Fact that he's been he... drawn into it. It's not his fault. It's not listen, my fault. Listen, his, his lab partner was stolen, and if you weren't here to protect him or her, then I don't really see how that's his fault. Listen, there's a sort of evil out there, something mm-hmm. very, very strange in those old woods. Call it what you want: right. a darkness, the plutonic timber, sure, a yeah. presence. It takes many forms, but it's been out there for as long as anyone can remember, and when we've always been here to fight it. Us beavers. You want to know why this place is called Damn Zero? I can tell you're just aching to tell me. Because evil flows into this town like a river. And the only thing that can stop a river and its flow is a dam. We... So you guys are real invested in the metaphor is what I'm getting here. Like the symbolism. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Fucking great line though, dude. Holy shit. Evil flows I mean, like a river. You can say it, Casey, but this is the Yeah, kind no, of that man... was incredible, Tony. Fucking this, this is the kind of man that um I don't think would have a problem punching a fourteen year old boy. <laughs> well, you know what, sir? A damn needs big logs. A damn needs little twigs. A dam needs mortar 
to hold it together. What do you intend to do with my son? <laughs> Keep him safe, first of all, from himself. It doesn't sound like he, he was he was trudging down the plutonic timber. Yeah, well, I had detention, nobody okay. Nobody in this town does. I'm not in this town very often. I may not be the best father. I love my son more than anything, and I want to know and make sure that he is safe from whatever is out there or from nosy little kids who is who are messing with forces that they themselves do not fully grasp. Well, if I see any nosy little kids out there, I'll be sure to tell them to avoid it. Being a marshal myself, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm, he, I'm he grabs you. He grabs you on. by the scruff, pulls you deep close to his face. Uh, you no, wait, sorry, no. nope, nope, no, I, yo, no. I'm sorry. The instant he lays hands on me, I, 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 I plant my feet. I raise voice and I say. Excuse me, stranger, would you care to unhand me? Yes, yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> this is the Bobs. They know who this person is. They know who you are. They're, Ugh. this is not some stranger danger kind of situation. Uh, Casey, let me, let me, let me, let me finish what I'm about to yeah, say. Yeah. Um, you can react in a different way. Uh, you say that if you absolutely want Thank to you. say that. Um, no, no, no. I'll react in a different way knowing that. Okay. Okay. Um, what I had been about to say, sir, before you apprehended me, was that I believe we both care for your son and have his best interest in heart. He's the best damn deputy a marshal could ask for. And if he is under threat, he deserves to know by what, and he deserves to know how to protect himself. He, so, okay, we need to stop. So, is he still grabbing you? Have you done anything to, to... I've, I planted my feet, certainly. Right. He's not trying to, like, pull you in for a fight. He's not trying to hit you. I want to make that mm -hmm. clear. He's, and it's okay. not really your feet. He's moving your face, so he's, like, inches away from your... No, I'm leaning back. Your nose mm -hmm. nose. Yeah, yeah, getting up and... Yeah, you're a 14-year-old boy. Uh, I need you to roll a strength check right now to tell me if yes, uh, you are able to... Uh... So, brawn. Okay, I get a plus one because I'm a teen. And um, my brawn is the D6. All right, give me a second. I'm, I'm, uh, I need to also, I have rebellious on my sheet. So if that gives right. me a bonus of any kind, it, that would be cool. It's, it's like, like what is going to be said is going to be said regardless. Um, okay. So just so you know, as an adult, adults also get, uh, bonuses to their strength checks. Okay. So it's, it's basically strength actually, versus strength. We're actually, could I try, what about grit? You can, yeah, grit. What's your grit? My grit's my 20. Mm -hmm. Roll me, uh, an 8. Alright. Do I, do I get anything for my rebellious trait? Do I get a bonus on that? Uh, yeah, give me a, I'll give you a plus 1. No, actually, I'm gonna say that it was a 9. You still have to roll an 8. The plus 1 is... And now it's an 8. Okay, cool. Yep. 13. So, uh, a plus 5. So, uh, he, he doesn't pull you down and, uh, you kind of stand foot. So he stands up and gets close into your face. And he says, oh crap, we lost momentum. This sucks. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Um, it happens. Can you go back a little bit? Uh, say whatever speech yeah, yeah. you were going to say again. Yeah, yeah. What I had been about to tell you, sir, before you saw fit to apprehend a marshal was that your son is a talented, loyal, good-hearted boy, and he is as fine a deputy as I could ever hope for. Clearly, we both care for him, but you must agree that if there is something out there posing threat to him, he deserves to know about it, and he deserves to know how to protect himself from it, especially if, and I mean no insult, if you are not here to do it for him. First off, boy, you ain't the marshal. I got a badge that says otherwise, but you know, tell yourself whatever you have to. All right. Do you say that? Yeah. Okay. Anybody who questions that kid is the marshal is clearly bonkers. He is obviously the marshal. Kid is the self like what? Kid is the self-proclaimed marshal. You're just some dumb kid that is getting his fingers into stuff you do not understand. Hmm. 
Well, tell me. With all your great understanding, with all your great wisdom, Adi, you your come great back. Power. Um, uh, amongst this, like everyone around, are they like watching this, or are they just kind of going no. about their business? No, they are completely like, am what's the word? Intentionally ignoring what's right. happening right now. Okay. Can I roll? Can I? Can I roll charm? Can Adi's dad and I both roll? Well, maybe not charm. Maybe brains or whatever to like to cool it the instant before Adi gets back there. You don't to need to just, roll. Just like, you don't need to roll, Casey. I, I I feel strongly enough that Kit is cool enough under pressure to to instantly and, both of them yeah. instantly. So hauling cabbage, really? I didn't know the refrigerated trucks could last that long. Uh, well, you you wouldn't know, man. Uh, Adi, you've been like. You're a hungry kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you were completely oblivious to everything that just happened. You're just like, well, yeah, chicken, fully enthralled right. in the fried chicken. Uh, so you come back, you see Adi and your dad, I mean, uh, Kit and your dad standing up and. So, um, um, amongst this, like, Adi was just kind of grabbing, uh, pieces of, off of other people's plates of legs <laughs> oh, God, and Adi, some why? It's breasts. a buffet. It's oh no no they don't, but like my dad asked for oh, legs wanted... and um, so mm. I I grabbed those pieces and I go I found some extra and I hand it to my dad as I'm clutching my evil Knievel toy. Oh, look at this, my kid! My kid magically scrounged up all the parts of the chicken that I need. This kid is the greatest. He truly is. Yeah. 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 And I'd do anything to make sure he was safe. Thanks, Dad. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he must relish knowing that. Oh, thanks, Ted, I do. This is great. <laughs> I've got two mentors that care for me so much. <laughs> Mr. Russell, I don't think Marshall. we are... You're lucky I'm calling you Mr. right now. I didn't say that. Oh, oh, here's definitely, your plate too, Kit. I hand him up a plate. Um, oh my goodness, thank you, Adi. I gotta go grab my plate. I'll be right back. M- Mr. Oddwords, uh, I find in my line of work often that hungry people uh, act and speak before they think. So, I am going to avail myself of the uh, board of fare of this fine and noble establishment. Uh, no, and, uh, uh I'm gonna back you up, Casey. Before you say that, I want to—I don't want you to leave just yet. <laughs> no, I wasn't gonna leave. I was gonna say we should all sit down together and like. See oh, if we you're can gonna avail yourself by. to the board. I understand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I need to—I need to point out to you, Casey, is sometimes you use words that even 30-year-old Anthony doesn't know. <laughs> uh, Kit uses words that even 30-year-old Anthony doesn't know. <laughs> While I know that Kit is a a learned man. Um, yeah, I think you need. You learned to English be... from like three hundred year old books. Yeah, <laughs> I think you need to uh, do a little bit of a better job um, speaking common English, not just for the sake of the storyline, but the sake of your DM who <laughs> yeah, sometimes right. doesn't know what he's. Saying. You gotta do yeah, aka right. layman's terms after your fancy word. Now, layman, you want to speak French? Mm-hmm. All right, um. Sir, I find in my line of work that hungry people often speak and act before they think. Uh, if you would have me at your table with your son, I wonder if we might reintroduce ourselves and fill ourselves with chicken and uh, see if we can't come to an understanding regarding, uh, regarding a young man for whom we both care very much. He, he agrees. He's agreeable. Um, he says, I don't think the two of us are so far unaligned with our beliefs and our duties to this town. Um, you are welcome in this establishment, uh, as a guest, accorded neutral territory, as a guest of the beavers. No, this is not a courted neutral territory. You are in someone's definite territory right now. Nice. Uh, this isn't max. All right. Do I get like a badge as a guest of the beavers? Do I get like a mark? No, no. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. you get a stamp inside that says uh, you're with Audi or something along <laughs> those lines. Like, I, it's like I, a Chuck E. Ha- I put the stamp in my notebook. Mm, no, I stamp the page. No, it has to go on your hand. It's like a Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, 
Okay, you, well, I, you have to real be quick, in I just, with I, a child. I, oh, do you, slide the notebook do right you under. do it like uh, Silly Putty to like a newspaper, like the, on your stamp since it's fresh? You just like hit your notebook really quick? Uh-huh. Nice. 100%. Yep, from my utility mm-hmm. belt, I pull some Silly Putty and do precisely <laughs> that. <laughs> Like it's 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 not that big of a deal. I want to have a copy of that. That could come in paper trail. It's son. not. It, it's literally something I pulled out of my ass thirty seconds ago because mm, you said you wanted a sticker. It's canon, buddy. <laughs> it's canon now. <laughs> canon, the friends of the beaver, not, guests of the beavers, are marked. Um, God, he Thony, you're dropping a very interesting and story relevant piece of information, and I don't want you to just walk on past it before I have a chance to utilize it. <laughs> this is not relevant. <laughs> this is stupid. Is it? Is wait? Is the stamp um of one sexy goblin? No, it's three sexy goblins. Oh, there you go. Very you get one sexy goblin every time. There you, when go. you get your fifth, your five sexy goblins. You get a free sub. Yeah, like something's free. Uh, okay, so, we sit down and break chicken. So he he says, uh, "I don't think either of us are unaligned. You are a friend to, uh, you are welcome in in our dam for now." Um, Thank you. You might do, it might do yourself some good to talk to some of the members here. Um, uh, that since, is what I had intended to do, yeah. Since the cat is out of the bag, you. Who put him in the bag? Welcome to no, KZL's no, final no. episode of Player <laughs> Objects, everybody. That's three. Hat I didn't trick. say that. Hat trick. <laughs> the three sexy goblin hat trick. Hey. You know you love me. We're three sexy goblins. There we go. Dance great. I might do it now that the cat's out of the bag. Um, it might do you some good to learn some of the actual town history from the people who protect it. Well, and that's the thing, sir. I consider myself fairly up on events, you know, events as true as I could find, but I have had to conduct that research on my own. Or with the help of your son. One of the reasons I am so protective of him is not only because he's a fantastic young man, but because I need him. He is my deputy. I cannot keep this place safe without him, and I believe you are correct that it would be better to align our efforts rather than put them at cross purposes. I'm not saying we're aligning. I'm saying that we are not in conflict okay. with each other. Felt like we almost had a hey, nice hey, moment. Hey, but hey, hey Dad? Yeah, son. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> so, Dad, uh, w- uh, who do you think we should talk to? Like, um, like who would be like a good person to get knowledge from? I guess. Um, Casey, what were the? Yeah, uh, the parents or the fathers, I suppose, because we're here at the. This is a fraternal organization. Uh, the fathers of Susan and Sontag. Do you just yeah. kind of say what that? Are their last names? Are they are they related? Or are they just two different people? Susan Brickia Tony and Sontag Sandusky. The Great Sandusky family. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Sontag Sandusky of the Great Sanduskies. Uh go talk to Daryl and Jim over there. Um they're they're pretty up to date on Daryl the town's history. Will do. And will do. I'm gonna fill myself with chicken and potatoes. One last thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. If one instance of my son getting injured comes word to me. You will never set foot in this town again. Hmm. If anything should happen to your son, because certain parties thought he didn't need to know what was happening, you won't have to find me. And when you get the chance, Jack, if you could sign my cast, that would be really great. Audie, why do you still have that fucking cast on? I don't know, it's awesome! It's a different cast. It's a new it's a one. Different cast. Audi, Audi. Like, have you been building ramps uh, up our 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 garage again? Well, yeah, but I mean, like, they're listen, safer. Listen, I love Evil Knievel as much as the next guy. Evil Knievel. But Evil Knievel. That man is Kid a trained when professional. When says Evil Knievel, <laughs> who knows what he's doing? I gotta talk to your mother about that fucking cast. When, when Adi says evil can evil and Kit kind of echoes him, can he grow in, in Mr. Oddward's estimation a little bit? No. <laughs> Damn it! Okay. He dislike you. He thinks that you're, like he, like, unlike everybody else in this town, 
he doesn't feel like your uh, nosy little piece of shit troublemaker. Uh, he just does not like the fact that what you are doing, as noble as mm. it is, is putting his son into direct danger. Um, and well. he kind of feels it's slight emasculated. Is that the word? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, because you, have, you have <laughs> stolen a sacred right uh, of father to son in this town. Um, well, I mean, he okay. should be proud of his son for being willing to investigate a little girl going missing. And honestly, like, it's 100% his own fault for not being here when it happened. That's, that's, it's, see, here's the, here's the thing. Like, I don't want his son to come to any harm either. I feel like if you know there are monsters, you probably stand a better chance of not being eaten or kidnapped by monsters. Whatever, I made that. That's clear. okay. Dad, do you have any quarters? The, the fight, the argument is over. Yeah. Dad, you got do you have any quarters that you have? He, he, he slides you, like, Three rolls of quarters. Fuck yeah. Oh, Absolutely. I, I hug his leg again. Or are they slugs like Dale Gribble? <laughs> Alright, let's let's go uh talk to Daryl and Jim. Yeah. Uh Kit, you kinda get up and start going away. Uh he kinda tugs on Adi uh Adi's arm before uh Kit, you're you're just kind of focused now on, on Yeah yeah. Uh, and this is like two seconds. He's like, Hey! You stay safe out there, boy. You understand? Always. You're dealing, you're dealing with some stuff that I feel like you're a little too young to understand. I'm not here all the time, so I can't stop you, but just be safe. I will, Dad. And I, I really appreciate you looking out for me. And I, I don't know, I just, I kind of feel like, that's what Carly's dad would also want to. Yeah, Carly. And he kind of glances over on the other side of the bar. He sees uh, uh, Johnny Figueroa there. Wait, and Jimmy? No, Jimmy's at the at the. He's at work. At work. Okay. Well, I mean, they were both at the house <laughs> the other time. I don't that's know. Yeah, okay. and that's because Steve. one of them wasn't at work. <laughs> that's okay. Steve was working. Yeah. All right, fucking Steve. And he kind of shoes you off. Uh, you guys go. I I go up to Kit and um. I I nudge him. Hey. Oh hey buddy. So there wasn't just size left, and I show him that I got <laughs> I have two chicken breasts in my pocket and a couple of wings. Oh my goodness. Ah. Deputy, your uh your instinct towards preparedness and uh and in stealth and dexterity. Uh, our, our, they never cease to amaze. Thanks. I was just thinking um, now the other night, like I ate all the snacks and stuff, and so it's always good to be prepared. Plus, we got our first two leads. We got Daryl and Jim. We do. We have some leads. And me and my deputy chicken pockets onward. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna go investigate. We're gonna talk to these people. Okay, so I'm not gonna have you guys go through the entire dialogue of talking to these people. You guys do a little bit of research mm. and... Uh, come up with a bit of information about what uh, some other things that uh, you know about. All right, this what, town. Is, what does Daryl tell us? Uh, Daryl tells you that they're not sure what language the book. They they tell you about the existence of the book first mm -hmm. off. Um, this was something that uh, was brought to this town by Jonathan Spencer. Um, he tells you uh, the same thing you already knew, Casey, about the words. No, you do not know that. That was in a that was in a story hook and not actual yep. knowledge. Uh, so yep. uh, he uh, reveals to you the story of of how Jonathan Spencer died. Jesus. Um, uh, uh, including the do either of you did you either of you write down what the the final words of Jonathan Spencer were? On the wall. Uh, yes, actually. What is that? Chapter six? Let's see here. Or five? Uh, uh, stolen by the woods. Blood everywhere. Pentagram. Oh shit, he has awakened. We must end. Yeah. Uh, Fucking hell. Well, that's great. Um, I didn't need to sleep tonight anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, he says all that. He says the final words of, of, uh, Jonathan Spencer, and he mentions that the book, 
nobody's really sure what language the book is. Uh, but it is an ancient language, and the book was found in in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, where they, where Jonathan Spencer came from. Dope. All right, Massachusetts. Um, and that's kind of the, that's the information you get from both of these people. Oh, okay, including Jim. Um, what okay. you also know is is oh that, and this is what you suspected. This is a cleansing ritual that that has been done in this town for. Uh, centuries and ages, um, your, uh, uh, since, since the founding of this town, since after Jonathan Spencer's death, uh, mm-hmm. this is something that they have been participating in doing. Um, the men who participate in it, well, the people who participate in this are either, uh, go on to either become members of the Bobs or join the PTA. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh the the Bobs is a fraternal organization so uh the men usually join that. Um but that's not to say the PTA is specifically created only of women. Mm. Um right. The PTA is all genders and there are people who are Bobs and also members of the PTA. And they serve are there... different functions. Nice. That's what I was but about to ask. Not, I'm not going to tell you what those functions are until you go and talk to the PTA. Um, uh, sure. do they know what it is in the woods and do they have any advice no. on something that could help protect us, be it like iron or a cross no, or something. They, they have no water. idea. They have no idea. This is the best protection. This ceremony is the best protection that they know of, uh, for this, that they're aware of for this. Does um, someone go missing every time they do the ceremony? Or do they do the ceremony every time someone goes missing? Um, it is one of those two things. And. <laughs> There well. is a very distinct difference between the two, mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah. uh, to them, they're one and the same. Right. Uh, do you guys? I mean, this is this is meta spoilers, and I'm putting meta spoilers in this entire fucking game every at the beginning of every episode. Um, so, uh, for the players, for the listeners, uh, a uh, little. End of story, little hook. Oh, um, I mean, like, I don't want to give out too much, but. It's not too much. This is something I would eventually reveal at the beginning. And I kind of revealed it too. Uh, if you guys listen to the introduction to episode chapter five, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. uh something up. awakened, evil awakened deep inside the woods mm. from the invitation that mm. the town Ugh. provided it. Holy crap. But, right. but like so, they, oh shit, this is for us. Oh, uh, okay. Characters. So, so actually, I, this isn't going to be meta spoilers. You find out that whenever a child disappears from the town, that is their signal that, uh, whatever has done has reawakened and they now need to put it to sleep. So it's, it's not unlike, uh, Georgie Denbra disappearing. Mm. Um, being indicative of the uh, yeah, of, of I mean, this entire cycle. It that's a good '80s kids on bike adventure. <laughs> uh, except it's from the '90s. Well, Set the movie, in the '50s. The well, the, the 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 book takes place in the '50s. Hmm. Uh, the new movie takes place in the '80s. The same reason I count uh, Stranger Things fair as enough. a kids on bikes cool, adventure. Cool, cool, fair, fair, fair. Fair now, uh, but yeah, the new it was one good movie and also the second. Part. <laughs> um, Bill Hader did a great job. So, yeah. Really quick, Audie really much wants to know, um, once, once a, once a child goes missing, are they ever found? No. There's a first time for everything, deputy. It's the second time you've said that. Uh huh. If I get to the third time, it has to come true. <laughs> or it's just three times that much more tragic. Vamp- Rule of threes, <laughs> either way I win. <laughs> I won. I got the hat, I got the first hat trick today, so fuck you guys. You're welcome. It's all about teamwork! <laughs> okay. 
So you guys end, uh, you guys finish up, uh, Adi, you say bye to your dad. Your dad's going to be in town for at least the next five days. I, uh, how I say bye to my dad is I kick him in the butt and I giggle and laugh. And he kind of nudges you and pushes you, uh, but he's a lot stronger than you are. So you kind of go tumbling, but it's fun because he's your dad Mm -hmm. and he wasn't doing it maliciously. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to point this out right now that uh, despite the fact that uh, Audie's dad is loud and gruff and possibly an alcoholic, uh, just like his mother, he is in no way physically abusive ever to Audie Edwards and uh, Audie Edwards. And I want to point that out clearly uh, because of the way I portrayed him. I don't want you guys to Fair think enough. that Audie goes no, home. He's, and... ju- he's just physically abusive to young men he's just right. met. Yeah, got it. Like most he's, truckers. He's... he's... Uh, defensive of his boy mm-hmm. and wants to make sure that he's protected. And he feels like and expresses that by physically assaulting he did minors. Not he's physically just mad, assaulting. Right. The point that I was going Excuse to me? make was he. Tony, <laughs> if you saw a grown man grab a fourteen-year-old by the scruff, would you think, "Oh, that guy's just no, making a point. It's it fine." Really depends on how good that buffet is, his... though. Not the scruff, the cuff. No, I know. He was pulling you, pulling him in. I've seen. I've oh, okay. Seen... Yeah, like it wasn't like, and that's, that was just, uh, my point was he wasn't trying to pick you up. He was just trying to push right. you in. No, so he's a good guy he once you get to know him. To you. No, yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. I'm not, God, fuck you guys. Fuck <laughs> this, fuck all of this. <laughs> ah, shit. I want all of this cut. I'm saying just, all of this maybe, cut. maybe don't, maybe don't lay your hands on a child you don't know. Just a thought. Cause if you're, I'm just saying, either he's not. a grown man and should be treated like one, or he's a kid and you shouldn't fucking touch him. Nah, this is 80s dads. Yeah. Mm. You're a punk who doesn't know what he's talking about. Mm. Well, I'm a marshal, but. And he takes a huge offense to the fact that you are calling yourself marshal, and that will definitely come back. Uh, later. Mm-hmm. Which is also dragging yeah, well, his child. Well, I take to the fact that he's calling himself a father, but, you know. Woo. He brought me a toy, so I'm happy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love you, Tony. <laughs> I love that we can add a vitriolic best buds <laughs> entry on the, on the TV tropes now. <laughs> you okay? It looks like it hurts. Sometimes I wonder if this episode is worth it. <laughs> this show is worth it. <laughs> Can we play, Just think of your happy place, Anthony. Can we play like really like um, sad music, like piano music, right now? As he's like, just yeah, absolutely, twiddling, like. <laughs> okay, Tony, you know I'm your favorite. Okay, uh, you guys finish what you're doing. You guys exit uh, the dam, um, and uh, Kit. Uh, yes, you think that it might be time to, uh, go to the real source of, of the weirdness that's going in town. Uh, the video store where your number one confidant, uh, works. What time is Not it? Not your confidant, but the person you, yeah. the person you attribute the densest and most, uh, truthful source of knowledge. Uh, right. Of the unknown in this town. Adi? Yes, sir. I think we need to go see my man, Fuzzy Slippers. Hi. Not his name. Not his name. <laughs> God damn it, Tony. I was trying to make you happy, you impossible gnome! I can't, I can't, I can't make it his name because, uh. Oh, shit. So. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> reasonable. <laughs> well, Adi? Yes, sir. I think it's time we, uh, Go see what the new releases are. Awesome. I'm all about the trailers. And we'll leave it at that. Guys, this was Peculiar Objects. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, thank you for listening to me yell in a southern accent for, uh, close to an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. We've been, we've been doing this for two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, yep. Sorry about that. <laughs> and I really, no, really, really hope that, uh, this, actually saves and we don't have to do a part two Uh, because there was a lot of magic 
Yeah, there there was a lot of magic, but if we had to do it again, there would be magic too. There always mm-hmm. is. Yeah, it's different magic because it's a different story. Um, exactly. guys, if you liked this podcast, please uh, subscribe to our Twitter uh, at the underscore po underscore box. Uh, tell us rumors. We have a few rumors that I forgot to mention, but we will mention next episode. Uh, some new happening, some strange occurrences are going on in Spencer's Folly. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you, the listener. Uh, if you liked yeah. this, if you like my story hooks, uh, write one. Uh, these are the story hooks are the things. I I put at the beginning of every episode to kind of give you a little plot make Tony's job easier. Uh, make my job easier and contribute to the lore of this podcast that you know and love. Um, if you like yeah, our other, if, do the opposite of what I do. If you like this, uh, subscribe to other podcasts. We have quite a few of them, mm-hmm. and more are coming. Uh, all of them starring Casey. Uh, no. Yes. At least one will not. Uh, if if that one ever comes to be, uh, so right. listen to Dyson Virtue, a D and D five E podcast, mm-hmm. uh, starring Casey, Christina, and Dylan. Uh, listen to the Final Podblums, starring Casey and Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Uh, please listen to Squirrel Scouts of America, starring Casey, uh, Andrew Orsi, and well, uh, Liz Layton. Mm-hmm. I got this. True. I'm uh, doing this. You did well done. Uh, uh, listen you to peculiar the, objects. Uh, that's the last one. <laughs> we already talked about peculiar objects. This isn't the GF report. <laughs> oh shit! Oh! Field report. That was the next one. Anyways, you can listen to the Gerald Field report. Uh, a critical study of Hey Arnold, starring uh casey and i uh you can listen to future podcasts like anthony watches a scary movie when that happens eventually and whatever unnamed video game podcast andrew orsi and dylan spencer and casey hills are creating um if you like us and you want to support us please subscribe to our patreon feed uh we need your money so we can buy nigel a new computer please <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, yeah okay give him the big tag yeah that's fine let's <laughs> Have a raffle, <laughs> or at least a, a car wash, a just video like... recording, uh, an audio recording program that actually works on his computer. Yeah, man, this uh, this there you go, or just a tape deck that he can send us. Yeah, tapes from. I'm gonna mail it out to fine. Arizona, just because. My goodness, people, I I apologize. This thing, this is like probably this eighth time that this has happened to me for one reason or another, and it's always because it's an update on this gosh darn Mac. Yeah. This McIntosh. Mm-hmm. And I wish anyways, we'll we'll talk about that later. Um as yep. always, people, um if you go into an all you can eat fried chicken buffet, it's okay to steal a couple chicken breasts. Put them in your pocket. Save it as a snack for yep. later. Yeah. Like in GI Jane. It's the American thing to do. Take a chicken breast and put it in your pocket. Save it for a hungry day. Or a gravy day. <laughs> Make it a gravy day. Bye everybody. Bye everybody. Keep it creepy. Keep it 20. Keep the crepes. Spooky synth music. (laughs) Enjoy the 20 minute dance off right now. Boom, boom, (laughs) boom, boom. (laughs) And, and. What can a banana cost, Tony? (laughs) Yeah, what could a banana cost? Everything if you step on it. The Benevolent Order of the Beater is a proud fraternal organization tracing its roots of the of the Beater. You want to you want to take you want to take that again, Tony? Want to pull what? that back there? That fucking you, you said Benevolent bolt? Order of the Beater. Yeah, I said Beaver. You said beater. no, you did not, my friend. <laughs> I say Beaver. So, Tony, yeah. do you want to trust the two people who heard you? <laughs> yeah, I trust the person who said it. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I may have said it really loudly and said it really quickly. Mm-hmm. I did say right. beaver. Okay. You may have heard it as right. beaver. But... Right. When you say V really quickly, when you, when you, when you <laughs> express, uh, uh, yeah, a dental labial fricative very quickly and you voice it super fast, it turns into the, the, the ta dust. Absolutely. That's how that works. Read it again, Tony. <laughs> Welcome to Casey and Nigel's last episode. Hey! Yes! My first one! <laughs> Daily double. Technically, technically what's happening is I'm quitting right now because these two are jackasses. (laughs) You are gonna feel like a fool when you re-listen to this in like two months. Yeah. Listen. Are you sure we're not like whackasses? I I am not wise asses. Denying the fact that what you guys heard is what you heard. Mm. I know what I said. (laughs) 
All right, Trump. I may have we get it. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you. My bad, bro. <laughs> the Benevolent Order of Beavers. Beavers.